I've been using Hawksoft for about uh, over 10 years, and I just love this uh, management system because the company itself is very responsive. They take ideas from the agents and they put them in a queue and they will work on them. The other part is it's a great cost. It's probably the best cost out there for users and additional users that I have uh, compared to, I was on AMS years ago, and they were a fraction of the cost. So... That's obviously a big benefit, but I just love the company, their customer service. They're always responsive. You can just call them up and they're a very family oriented company. You can just kind of tell the way they operate and they're really agent oriented. That's what I really love about this company because a lot of the other ones aren't. They're so large in the corporate that they just lose that personal touch. And that has not happened with Hawksoft in over the 10 years that I've been with them. My name is John Crawley. I'm the owner of JCA Insurance Services in Anaheim Hills, California. And this is why I use Hawksoft. Hey guys, it's Bradley. I want to tell you about Ascend. Ascend is not just another premium finance company. Ascend will solve all of your agency bill problems through automation of invoicing, premium financing, carrier payables, all the way to the end of the workflow. There's a lot of hidden costs with how you're doing business today. AMSs, CRMs can spend more than half the day chasing down payments, following up on non-pays, getting signatures for financing docs. This leads to an overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy team. And guys, you want your team to be happy. Industry's hard enough as it is. We really need them to be happy. As your agency grows, this issue gets worse and worse, and we typically solve the problem with a little bit of software, but a ton of manpower still involved. With Ascend, you can use a software-first solution and just need a little bit of manpower, allowing you to grow without significant increase in overhead. Ascend automates all of these repetitive payment processes so your team can get back to helping your clients. With Ascend, we've seen non-payment cancellations in our agency go down up to 95%. Teams save more than 20 hours per month when they work with Ascend and an average of a 75% decrease in payment-related customer questions. Guys, if people aren't calling your office with questions, you have more time to sell and grow your agency. Visit useascend.com backslash insurance, guys. Guys, Ascend makes agency bill as easy as direct bill, but you keep all of the benefits of agency bill the best of both worlds. Thanks, guys. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast powered by Hawksaw. God, I love Hawksaw. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode... He's a $7 million bull rider out of Mobile, Alabama. Parade first team All-American rivals, five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Good, Scott. How are you? Best I have ever been. I'm in Mobile, Alabama, home of the free land of the brave. It is 8,400 degrees outside. Oh, so hot. Bradley, I got a story for you. Yeah. Now, you're going to go through this twice in your life. And a lot of podcast listeners out there are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're a mama or a daddy. My son turned 16 uh, January the 30th of 2023. He turned 16. And I threw him the keys to a 2017 Toyota 4Runner. Nice. And since that day, I've not seen him very much. 
because last when time you, he saw the forerunner when you yeah, about, about right so the last couple of times bradley i was with him saturday we went to lunch after a, a travel baseball game he had but the mm-hmm. last three or four times i've been with him because i don't see him very much and he's he's got a girlfriend now mm-hmm. and he's ate up with that and he's traveling all over the country playing love. baseball and but the last couple of times I've seen him, when we get up to leave and I go to hug his neck, I start crying. Oh, does he and know that? Okay. He knows that. But man, when you're a mom or daddy, mama or daddy, and you don't get to see your kid very much and they turn 16 and you, you just see that like, you know, they're an adult now, you know, and they're doing their own thing. And so I get up to leave and we've been laughing and I'm trying to make him laugh and cutting up, but you know, I go to hug his neck and I just start just ugly crying and i'm just like son i love you so much and i just turn around and walk off but i know that a lot of mamas and daddies out there probably know exactly like, what oh I'm dad like, yeah yeah but you'll see it with clayton like she'll get her car and she'll be gone and you got luke at home and yeah stuff's going on in your life but then one day you like look up and you're like shit man she's grown Mm-hmm. and it just uh, happening right now yeah yeah wait wait till she yeah i know gets that vehicle and you see her once a month or two times a month so i want to think about it yeah it's <laughs> it's rough i had her and her cousin we were at, at, at in destin at the beach a couple of weeks ago and we were going to Publix, and everybody's kind of cutting up and i told my wife i said i'm about to embarrass these two back here uh-huh. when we go in there and uh-huh. they flipped the script on me and they embarrassed me <laughs> so <laughs> Guys, we got a special episode for you today. I got somebody here that can help you be in a better agency. Our mission on this podcast never changes. Our mission is to help you agents any way we can. I've got somebody on this podcast that can help you do something that uh, we as insurance agents are all going to have to take a really hard look at. And I'm going to let Bradley kind of fill you in on that after I give him the introduction that he always has always deserved. He currently resides in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he is married to the beautiful Deep Feet. They have two babies, who one is not so much a baby anymore, Audie, age 14, and Taryn, age 9. Guys, if you listen to this podcast, do me a favor and go up to your daddy and tell him how much you love him and hug his neck and how proud you are of all the things he's accomplished in his life. That would mean a lot to me if you'd do that for me because uh, he has a very long resume of success. He is a graduate of the University of Connecticut and Johnson and Wales University. Man, it's hard for me to see from all the crying I'm doing over here. And he is the founder and number one robot. He's a $7 million bull rider. Founder and number one robot at Blue Ocean Strategic Partners. He founded the digital automation company to democratize process automation to small and medium enterprises. They automate tasks that are taking you too much manual time. My God, we could talk about this for four hours. This includes, but is not limited to financial closes, invoicing, data entry, payroll, vendor payments, IT processes, and employee onboarding. His goal is to elevate your team's work-life balance as they can be a happy and fulfilled team. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor today to introduce to you first-time guest on the IGP, Mr. Barath 
Bangalore. How are you, Broth? Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Bradley, for having me. Doing great. You know, we've had a, a series of rainy days, so the sun came out today. I'm so I'm happy. And, and, and there you go. Then, you. you know, I'm talking to you guys, so <laughs> my, my month is done. There, there you go. go. There you go. Bradley, give us an intro. I know I, I, know I talk about it quite frequently, robotic yeah. automation in our agency. Talk a little bit about why well, we have him on today. It's one of those things you'll, you'll start to see – a couple things. One, and I've made this reference before on the show, the insurance industry is not at the bleeding edge of the technology sword. No. We're we're right, we're down by the handle. Right. Okay. So if you can in your agency make any effort to to get away from the handle and up towards the bleeding edge, you can give yourself quite a huge advantage compared to your competition. And th- there's a book that I highly recommend everybody here read. It's called Better and Faster and it talks about spotting trends in different industries in your industry. And the example it gives is in the fashion industry, if you go to Europe, you will see fashion and you probably you've lived in London. Uh-huh. You will see things over there fashion wise. Uh-huh. And you're like, my God, that looks so stupid. Right. But then a few years later, it makes its way over here and it's completely 100%, 100%. normal. hundred percent. And it, it gives the example of if it, it's actually an advantage to be in an industry that is not on the bleeding edge of the technology store because you can go to other industries and say, Hey, that's going to happen here next. Right. And I had a, and in the spirit of that, I had a friend a couple, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, five ish years ago, nobody knew what virtual assistants were. Sure. And then a year later, everybody had a virtual assistant. Right. And I had a friend call me who was in the marketing industry, which is more towards the bleeding edge of the technology store. And he said, why are insurance agents just now finding out? about VAs. And I gave him the example, the better and faster fashion example. And one of those next trends I see that you're starting to see, especially January of this year, you're really starting to see it bubble up. And now even more is is robotic process automation. And so one thing that we try to do here is bring you guys people who are experts in newer things that you can implement in your agency. And this this robotic process is is the next thing to happen in the insurance industry. It's been going on in other industries forever. And people who are in other industries probably listen to this and laugh like, again, why are they just now figuring out about this? But I'll kind of let let Barth take it into exactly what robotic process or RPA is. And we can just kind of have a, a discussion about it. And you guys can can think about ways that you can use it in your agency. And by the way, we're using robotic processes yeah. in our agency. I know Bradley is as well. Yep. Um, just to uh, best example I can give you is from a personal lines, very hard to do in commercial, a lot more intricacy in commercial, but from a personal line standpoint, our late pay notices, uh, we have automated to the, the end game was to automate our late pay notifications to the point that a human being doesn't have to touch those. Right. Right. Where five years ago, somebody was literally in our agency every morning having to download the late pay notifications and then either send a text, email, or phone call to all of our mm-hmm. late pay people to notify them that they have a friendly reminder that their payment is due. Yeah. That is one area of many areas that can be done through robotic automation to and I'll tell you another one that we're doing through, and this one truly is robotic automation for real, is uh, we use Adapt API. They have the logins for all of our direct carrier carriers that we use. 
and they log in every single day to every single carrier that we have that we get downloads from and they get their robots go in pull out all of our stuff that needs to be put in hawksoft and they literally go into hawksoft for us these little robots and they stick all that stuff in the right spot yeah now that's pretty damn cool because that saves us from having to go into every carrier site and do all that. So that's just a couple of ways automation is helping our agency. Yeah. Um, did well, not no, mean, it's okay. Did not mean to steal well, anybody's thunder. Barth, kind of take us through exactly what the technology is and kind of how you were inspired to start Blue Ocean Strategies. Absolutely. No, thank you. And, and just before that, I don't know to your Scott about the kids growing up. My 40-year, like a 60-year, I've lost him already, right? right. <laughs> so if I see him, you know, have a conversation with him, it's like, hallelujah, we spoke to each other. Right, right, right. Yeah. And my nine-year-old last year was eight, became a boy where in public, he refused to have us carry him and touch him. You know, he's like, sure. he, he put the, the high swing to me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I remember those days. So I see your, uh, I, I see where you are with it, and I feel the same. Way. So a great uh, point on that. Yep. Uh, th- thank you, guys. Truly appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak about this. Automation, truly, the way I, uh, the way you, I got into this is having been, you know, I used to work at Ritz-Carlton Hotels before and another group of Peninsula. Automation has been in these larger companies for the last 10 plus years. And most recently, I saw a friend actually at a local big bank, you know, Fortune 550 bank. And they have a, a position now called director of automation in their workforce. So that's coming in, uh, in, in these larger corporations. So it's just, you know, the smaller companies are, are getting the, the tail end of it, so to speak. Yeah. I had kids coming out of college saying, oh, my God, I went to college and you want me to do this mind-numbing work? And I would joke, hey, pal, 25 years ago, I did. Now zip it, get to the corner and stop complaining. Of course, as you know, uh, Scott, you were the 16-year-old. My 14-year-old refused to pick up laundry. Right. And I realized, wait a minute, this can is we, not Can we build happen. a robot to do my laundry? That would be phenomenal. <laughs> oh, that's been on my, my wife's list right from day one for me. <laughs> so realize it's not going to change. You know, the, the, the new workforce coming into the in, uh, new sort of generation coming into the workforce, it has been digital first so to speak, right? So for them, everything is instantaneous. They don't have to wait or or go through the processes of trying to do mundane work. And that's where automation came in. So automation sort of in a way, the tool stack was ready for prime time, so to speak, around 2020. And I saw the evolution of this where in essence, it take it's almost like the hardware robots that's been in factories in the last 15, 20 years that you see, right, coming across. It's now coming to prime time where day-to-day processes that are that you can do any, that you do with a keyboard or a mice can be replicated and taken off the person's hand and the way i view uh, automation is sort of the batman and robin analogy mm. where you get your person the team that you have the human being to become batman and then you give them a robin so to speak to do the grunt mm. work so, and in essence, every, I tell my clients, every, the most junior person. Hey, hey, do I me love a, that example. Do me a favor. Say that one more time. I want to make sure I wrap my little head around that. Sure. No, the way I see it is, is you should look at this analogy as Batman and Robin, because most people don't hate doing day to, you know, grunt work. So now they get to become and stay Batman and do excellent stuff, which is just being in front of clients, talking to, you know, solving problems, talking to people and let Robin 
sit in the closet, so to speak, and zip it and get the work done. Mm-hmm. So this way, the most junior person in any organization can get an assistant and they get to become Batman, where previously the boss was the Batman and he or she had all his minions running around. Right. And, and now I think, we can, yeah, we can yeah, democratize this. And I think it's just the way I've explained it to agents and, and bars, feel free to correct me, is, is think about tasks in your agency that are repetitive, that are done the same way every single time. Exactly. Why do you have a human doing that when you can train it? It's essentially training a robot to do that, not only more efficiently, but but it better in some cases. Correct. It's because the, the bot will do it exactly the same way every time. You know, they don't have bad days. They don't have, you know, hiccups, so to speak. Um, so from a consistent perspective, it's almost done correctly every time. That's awesome. The other, the one caveat I'll definitely throw in, and, and there's a lot of media hype on this, you know, about taking jobs. That's why I talk about the Batman and Robin. You know, mm-hmm. automation is never going to take people's jobs because there's so many exceptions to the rule mm-hmm. that at best case scenario, automation can do about 90, 95%. Well, so the example never... I'll give, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, of course, go ahead. No, the example you. I'll give on that, you and I had a conversation early portal days, I hired my first virtual assistant and he was kind of ribbing me, giving me a hard time. Like you're taking jobs away from people mm-hmm. in the U S and, and my response was no, I'm not, I wouldn't have another person filling that role. My people in the U S are just much happier because they're not having to do quite as much work. It's exactly. the same with the, with the RPA mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, you know, the person who entered all your data in Hawksoft still has a job. They're just working on higher level tasks now because you have the robot entering it in there. Correct. Exactly, exactly. So, and this is the next evolution of that, actually, with from the virtual assistants, where now even those, you know, mundane stuff gets offloaded to a bot and is done consistently. Where I also feel, um, we're, in the, we're definitely in the early stages of adoption, right, from the small yeah. and medium businesses. And I, I truly believe that this, we can transform how work gets done. And I'll give you an analogy, right? So as guys, you know, we do we mow the lawn, right? So you, and it's part of the weekly routine, especially probably a little more often for you guys than me. So historically, our parents used, you know, our parents, grandparents used a reel more, where basically you push behind it, it was all muscle power and let the reel do the work. And that was the past. Today, I call it the past present because today we still use, you know, a variation of the reel mower, but it's motorized. Yep. And the similarity is, you know, it cuts the lawn. And the, and the difference is, in essence, it's a little bit easier. You know, you, you have less muscle power because this thing is self-propelled or you sit on it, right? It doesn't matter. But the very one similar fact on this is the time spent on doing these two activities is the same. You're still committed to mowing the lawn, either through the mower or sitting on top of it, right? Yeah. But I call it the present future is we have Haskawana or John Deere. They have robot lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. It's here. It's already. It's been around for the ASL. I had a buddy that had one of those. He had a Husqvarna. It was like a Roomba that mm-hmm. cut his exactly. grass. Correct. Yeah, yeah, Roomba for your grass. Yeah. And so I call that the present future because it's already here. Yeah. So we have the old technology of, in essence, the sit on top more and this robot. You know, at the same time. Yeah. And the advantage of the robot is now you don't. You're not committed to doing this anymore. Your t- that one hour, give or take, is given back to you completely. Yeah. Well, it- well, hello there. Guys, excuse me for interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast, but I'm here today to get you out of aggregator 
and cluster jail. This may be the most important message I've ever delivered on the Insurance Guys podcast. Guys, are you a member of a cluster or an aggregator? Does your contract have exit fees, termination payments, buyback provisions? It's time to get your freedom back and do what we did here at iProtect Insurance. Join the AC, the future of aggregators in our industry. Best decision we've ever made, guys. Best decision we've ever made. No entry fees, small $200 a month membership fee, over 50 plus carriers for direct appointments. And by the way, new ones coming on board each and every month. You keep 100% of your commissions, profit sharing every year. Guys, we have made in the last two years, each year, our agency has made over $100,000 in profit sharing. Here's the best part, guys. And this is the part I'm the most passionate about. No termination or exit fees. You give the AC 60 days notice and you're free. You go get direct appointments wherever you want. There's no buyback provisions, no exit clauses. Guys, if you're a member of another aggregator and you have termination fees, buyback provisions, exit clauses, every single policy you write, you're digging that hole just a little bit deeper. And one day you're not going to be able to get out of it. It's going to be too much. You're going to be taking out a second mortgage on your home to try to get out of a cluster group. Unbelievable. Guys, go to AC Free dot org that's a c free dot org and register find out why over 650 agencies and three billion dollars in premium have chosen the ac and guys here's the best part but wait there's more mention the insurance guys podcast when you talk to these guys and you get six months that's six months of no membership fee just by mentioning the Insurance Guys podcast. Go today, www.acfree.org, and let me help you get your freedom back. Have a great day. One thing, too, I'm thinking about agents listening to this. I always try to, you know, and Scott does this, too, try to put ourselves in the head of the agents listening. There may be some security concerns Mm-hmm. When in reality, this technology has been around for a while. A lot of carriers already use it. A lot of big agencies already use it. So talk a little bit about, about the viability of that. Absolutely. So the one thing nice about the bots is actually, so we, you know, in sort of the tech space, they call it digital workers as well. Because the way uh, these bots interact with the software is like a person, actually. So the bot is given a username and password. So then with those usernames and password, you can one monitor. What it, you know what the, what's being done, right? And second, also restrict based on the roles exactly what you wanted to do. So in in, in, a, in a couple of K, you know instances, so we don't outside, have to have the carrier buy-in. No, not at all, because it's like a person logging in. Whereas with like an API, you would have to have that carrier. The carrier's got to basically sign all. You know, not only do you have to have the API, you have to have the API keys, which gives you Correct. you know you don't have to do that with this. It's as if you are logging into it. Exactly, it's a username and password. So from a security perspective, you know, we do a lot of bank reconciliations, and actually we do one for some, you know, a couple of insurance people as well with uh, applied Epic. 
And go go that, through that a little bit. What that's like? Sure. So with the bank reconciliation, um, you know, it, you know, depending on the number of transactions the company has, the larger they are, it's going to take a week and a half at least on a monthly basis. But the bot actually logs into the bank and downloads the statements, goes into Applied Epic and checks off those, you know, the transactions and even posts certain transactions that have not been posted all through automation and through the username and password. So for the bank uh, login, we created a very narrow login to the bank that says all the bot can do is log in and download a report. Mm -hmm. So from a security perspective, we know it's there's a nice fence and gate around it. So this way the bot can't do anything or yeah. even someone who has access to the bot can't go and do anything else because now you've done, you've put in those you know guardrails, so to speak. Right. One thing to think about too is your current agency size now certain repetitive tasks might not cost you a lot of money because you haven't, you don't have the volume there yet. Mm -hmm. but, but I think about like, like friends of ours who are larger agencies and it's, it's so weird talking to them at how expensive some tasks are that are very just minuscule for us. And one thing I think about, so the way our management system works, Scott, is when downloads come in, they go into like a, I call it like a purgatory it's, they're not in the system yet, but they're sitting there for you to click a button and process. And what we have to do every morning, Kenneth has to log in, look at each one of those downloads, make sure that the name matches up, the agent name, all that, and process, process, process. And it may take him, what he tells us the other day, Barth, maybe 30 minutes mm -hmm. to do it Correct. now, yeah. which tells, which I, and I used to do it and it used to take me like two minutes. So that tells me they're starting to stack up. Well, right. if, if we're, let's say, double our size a few years from now, okay, now all of a sudden that's taking an hour. Well, if you have an employee that's processing that, that you're paying $30 an hour, that's costing right. you $30 every mm -hmm. single day. Weigh that of the cost of, of building a bot to do that for you. Not only have you saved the money, but that person is not having to waste that. You, you've bought that person an hour back of their day. Right. Exactly. And, and I think where there's a, you know, uh, um, a transformation that can happen where, you know, companies like you or, you know, leaders like you are leading the way to show this mm -hmm. is how you can actually take that time you save and push it to the front. Because I think there's a lot of time people don't know, what do I do within one hour? You know, in the right. sense, you can't tell the person, okay, come back, come to work today with one leg, right? You know, right, I don't right, need right, the other right, leg. Right. <laughs> you can't do that. So I think that transformation, so a lot of use cases where we can talk about is educate people to say, okay, now, where are the pain points in your organization? What's the friction points, you know, with your, with your clients? Help reduce that. And so this way you can reduce your churn, increase the, the throughput, so to speak, by people. Yeah, I, I agree. What are some of the other ways you guys have seen this be used in the insurance space? You know, so definitely, you know, we've you know we've done work for you on the on the rater side, where you know we've taken significant time on each of the raters to uh, work out. Yep. Where I work with uh, you know, there's a guy called Darren, you know, in in, uh, in Florida. Uh, you know as well. Vermont, yeah. So his is actually this most straightforward. He's a very unique uh, person, I think, in the country where he does bonds for mm -hmm. people when they pass away. And that, on a good day for him, because he's so good, takes about eight to 10 minutes. And he processes 15, 20 a day. Yeah. So that's, you're talking about 80, 100, you know, 200 minutes a day. That is given back to, you know, it's down to a minute. Mm -hmm. So bank reconciliation is the other one. We, you know, so in other industries, we looked at billing where with the retirement community, we've taken 40 hours of plus of billing time and reduced it to three hours. Yeah. You did work for Ritz-Carlton. Why, why the insurance industry? To me, honestly, it's it's actually being introduced to you guys. And I saw one is the the drive for innovation you guys have, right? 
The second is, is that's, you know, that brings joy. Yeah. The other fundamental thing for me is I, this country was built on small businesses. And I think we've gotten to a stage where we are too big to fail companies. And this is my way of saying, okay, how do we level playing field, mm-hmm. democratize this technology, bring it down, so to speak, where it's a price point is palatable and put everybody on the same footing. That is my goal. Interesting. Well, I think I, I got one for you guys. Sure. It seems like, correct me if I'm wrong, but is the banking industry ahead of us in terms of technology? Are they a little closer to the end of the blade than we are? I think so. What do I you think? I think they have to be. Yes. So here, here's one that I've noticed lately, and I'm about to give this away. So whoever figures this out, I want you to call me and let, let my agency get be a part of this because somebody that's listening to this will figure this out. If you go up to an ATM machine, a bank teller machine in a drive through now, most banks and credit unions now in that drive through line have an option right on the front of the screen, even before you enter your, you know, put your debit card into the ATM that says, would you like to speak to a live teller? My question is, when is that technology going to get to us as agents where on your website, there's a functionality during the day, during eight to five hours where you have an agent in your office, or it could be an account manager that you've designated where somebody can go to your website and it says, would you like to speak to a live agent right now? You click a button and the exact same thing happens, but instead of talking to a teller yeah. at the bank, their computer screen comes on. And again, they're aware that they're on the clock and this could happen. And somebody pops up on the other side of the screen. And now you're talking to one of your policy holders or a prospect live on your website. Yeah. Why, why are we not already doing that? I think it can be done. Oh, absolutely. This is a definitely easy thing to be done, actually, Scott. Not a problem at all. But do you I mean, see that's a great idea though? That's a great idea. Well, well, I mean, I'm just thinking like b- banks are every mm-hmm. bank in America, every credit union now, if you pull into a drive-through line has that option, why do we not have that option? Yeah, I agree. That's a great idea. It's and, easy and, and that and that way you're talking like I'm mm-hmm. talking to you right now mm-hmm. on Zoom face to face. And and I know what the you know what the employees are gonna say is like I don't have my makeup on today, I don't want to come, but <laughs> but you know, you gotta you just got to say, look, you know, yeah. this is where we are from a technology standpoint, and you're, you're going to need to have your makeup on when you come to the office every day because there might be three people a week who actually want to jump on, right. jump on the iProtect website, click the button. Now you're face-to-face with somebody just like you're in the office. There, there was a vendor one time that had a – and you may remember this. I think Chris Paradiso used it. Uh, there was, and I used it for a little while. It was a little expensive, but it was a vendor that did a, had a WordPress plugin. And at the very bottom of your site, there was a little chat bubble right. and it said, talk to an agent right now. When you clicked on mm-hmm. it, it prompted you to put your phone number in. Well, when they did that, what happened on the back end is you got a phone call and it would oh. say, Hey, this is such and such company. Somebody put their number in your website, connect. And then it called them. This is th- what I'm talking about is the next iteration it's from that. Video, right, right, right. right. It's, yeah. it's actually a video and you're talking to a live person and you can see them. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. What What do you think coming into the industry, Barth, what's been the most surprising thing coming from outside the industry, 
you know, working with other companies, what's been the thing that's been the most like, wow, I can't believe that is that way. And it can be a good thing or a, or a, I can't believe they're doing that so bad. No, no absolutely. Um, so it's, it's definitely a good thing. So the one is definitely running into you guys. I'll be honest, you know, it's, it's the, the focus on innovation, the focus on the drive to actually look at the customer experience that and actually, you know, because I came from Ritz Carlton, right? So we, for for the longest part, I came from the early years of Ritz Carlton when Apple chose Ritz Carlton to do their customer service and the Apple stores when they opened, right? So that was the foundation, the early days before even before Marriott took over. Yeah. It's still a you know a great juggernaut now, right? But yeah. I was you know this was right when it was a small company with limited resources that said, okay, customer service is phenomenal. What what do you mean by Apple? Did you say Apple chose the Ritz Carlton? The sales training when Apple just as Steve Jobs decided to open his Apple stores, Ritz Carlton training was used to actually set up the stores. Believe it or not, hmm. that's how you know. So the, it was you know it was it was a, it was a phenomenal experience actually. So driving it's to see that at with the you know the resource of Ritz Carlton to see that at your agencies right at the smaller agencies and taking that and and sort of almost democratizing that service level to me was phenomenal, right? So that, I was excited to see that. That's awesome. Do you still have a copy of that training? No, actually, I don't. I would love but, to see that. I would love but, to you know, see I did, that. They still do the training. So they come across countries, you know, they, the Risk Carlton Training Institute is still around. So if you ever want, you know, if somebody wants to do it, they can call them up and they come over and do it for I bet you. that is expensive as heck. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine. Scott, now, Scott, you should call the Ritz Carlton and tell them to come down to Pine Ridge, Alabama to train your team. Train my crackheads on how to better sell crystal meth. Barth, I know you only have a few more minutes. Anybody, and I want to clarify, like you guys, what you guys do at Blue Ocean is very custom projects. I'm sure you have like some off the shelf stuff that you've built in the past, but like you guys do, hey, I'm an agent or I'm a business. I want to automate this thing. And then you guys build that for them. Exactly. So there's a few, you know, sort of uh, like bank reconciliations, you know, sort of day-to-day accounts payable, invoice processing. Those we have sort of almost uh, sort of almost like a a subscription model. Uh, But pretty much everything else, what I've seen in the industry, to your point, is there's a lot of disparate systems that don't talk to each other effectively yeah. and to me i come up i can't I mean, you should have you should have been around two years ago it was 10 times worse wow no it's great to see i mean i'm great to see like you know like you said different companies coming in and adding uh, the thing yeah where i uh, enjoy coming in to see is i want to see how we can transform rather than you know fixing putting band-aid or fixing the small process my view is to see how can we use the technology to transform the way we work so we can actually effectively make everyone a Batman in your organization. Change that paradigm rather than trying to solve the problem uh, at the, as it is now or making it easier. My vision is to see how we can transform the way work gets done. Because fundamentally, small business lead it, as I said, right? So it would be nice for them to lead the charge again. Hey, hey, Barth, I got a question for you. The first night of the One City World Tour, I'm lost in downtown Austin. And I run up on this guy on the corner and I'm like, hey, man, I'm not from here. I'm from around North Alabama, and I'm trying to find this place. The place that you are hosting the party at. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, 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 right. And Barth is on the corner. And I walk up to him, and I'm like, dude, I don't know where I'm going. I'm looking for this place. Are you from around here? And he goes, dude, I'm here with you. <laughs> so we we end up finding it together. But, like, I just walk up it's, to him. He's, like, standing on a random street corner yeah. in downtown Austin when I run it's, into him. It's funny. I was lost as you. He was yeah. lost as I was. It that was, was so a hard funny. place to find. It was so it funny. It was, you know, the way I found it? No. Because I got there late. I heard you yelling around the street corner. <laughs> 
and then, I, and then I heard you crying and I was like, oh, that's where I got to go, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Uh, I'll tell you, it's funny with the podcast, man, being in other places. Obviously, he was there because of our event, but running into people randomly. I'll tell you a cool story. I don't know if I've ever told this. I was in Cabo San Lucas at the LeBlanc Resort. Mm, nice. Fine resort. And Cabo, right? I mean, that's his. Yeah, beautiful place. I'm down by California. I mean, that's the other side. That is not Le- on the Alabama side of Mexico, right? Hey, LeBlanc was the one that you loved. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The nicest, nicest hotel I ever stayed at. And I get an Instagram DM from a podcast listener that said, "Did I just see your you and your wife at the Infinity Pool at the LeBlanc Resort in Cabo?" <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Glad I was on my best behavior, right. but. Uh, Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, Barth. Uh, the best is actually uh, our website, blueoceanstrategicpartners.com. Blue uh, AI, sorry, dot AI. Dot AI. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, blueoceanstrategicpartners.ai. Or, you know, we just reach out, you know, and, you know, contact you, Bradley, as a, as a yeah. good connection. And uh, just re- we're here to, to support you guys. Hey, Barth, man, it was so good to see you again, man. It's always pl- it's always a pleasure. You're a bright, shining light. These agents need to embrace robotic automation. They need a lot of Robins in their life to help them sell more insurance, focus on like bigger stuff that, man, some some robot can just do in a matter of seconds what might take them 30, 45 minutes, an hour to do every day. Exactly. I, I hope that they'll get in touch with you. I hope that they will, uh, you know, start working towards creating robotic automations in their agency. This is a buzzword that is not going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Would you agree? I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, I'm going to shut this thing down. Bar, thank you so much for being on the show today. Guys, as I end every show, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk to create robotic automations in your agency. Um, I've got a number of people that can help you in that regard. The man on this podcast is one of those, and I can put you in touch with him. I can put you in touch with Justin Miller, who can help you with that as well. But yeah, you need to start looking into that. Write good business for the agencies that you represent and write good business for the companies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Thanks, man. Thank you, gentlemen. We love you too, brother. Hang in there. I'll be in touch shortly. Guys, you you were listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our family. We'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.